were praying. You said for us to be thankful unto you and bless your name. Let's just thank God. Thank God for salvation. Thank God for making a way for us. Thank God for protecting us. Oh God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you the glory and praise. You're wonderful. You're wonderful. Nobody, nobody like you, Lord. Nobody like you, Lord. Nobody like you, Lord. You're wonderful. You're all together love you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We glorify your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your mercy and your grace. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for shepherding us this day. And bringing us again to the house of worship. You said that we are not to forsake to assemble ourselves together. Thank you for these, your people that are faithful and committed to coming on Wednesday night, being fed the word of God, encouraging and strengthening one another. So we praise you and we bless you. Thank you for all that you're doing in our lives. God, we just glorify you. Hallelujah. You're doing some wonderful things in our lives. So we bless you and we praise you. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity that we have to come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. So we lift up our brothers and sisters that are out down south on the east coast, oh God, that are in harm's way. Oh, but they love you, Father. And God, we pray for your protective hand upon them, that you will protect them and preserve them, keep them from all dangers seen and unseen. Oh, God, protect our children as they go to school back and forth. We bind the hand of the enemy. The devil is alive, and the blood of Jesus is against the work of the enemy. So we bless you and we praise you. Thank you, thank you. As we come and pray to you, you said that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So we release faith now. Mountain moving faith. The faith that you talk about in Mark chapter 11. We release it now. And we receive from you all of your blessings and benefits. We thank you, Father, for our under shepherd. Thank you for our first lady. Thank you, Father, for your hand is upon them. Thank you for your giving pastor wisdom, divine wisdom to lead and guide us in the way that you would have us to go. Thank you, Father, as he lead us in the, in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Lead us in the green pastors. Hallelujah. So we bless you and we praise you. Thank you, Father, for giving all of us this common testimony that it was good for us to have been here this night at this time. In the precious, wonderful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Thank you, Father. Amen, amen. We'll clap your hands. All ye people of the Lord, give glory. Give glory to the Lord. Amen. Nine. And, uh, now I want you to move to chapter 12. Chapter 11 is a familiar chapter with all of us. It should be. 
Uh, it deals with the resurrection of Lazarus from the dead. Now, uh, one of the things that you'll notice about the difference between Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and then versus John, is that in John's uh, book, the trip to Jerusalem occurs and this chapter that we're getting ready to deal with tonight, which is chapter 12. But chapter 11 deals with the resurrection of Lazarus. And that occurs just outside of Jerusalem. Praise God in Bethany. So uh, you can see now from chapter 12 in, cha in St. John through chapter 20, uh, it deals with Jesus' ministry as he is in Jerusalem. As he is where? In Jerusalem. It deals with from chapter number, actually you can go to chapter number 11 and uh, go on up to chapter 20 and then uh, you'll find out that all of the things that occurred or were basically held in Jerusalem or just outside of Jerusalem. And, and most of the works that you read about in, in Matthew, Mark, and Luke were done in Capernaum and up in the Sea of Galilee uh, in that particular area so that were in the northern part of the ministry of Jesus Christ. So, praise God, that's the reason why you're going to have a lot of things that are different in John that you will not find in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, which are synoptic gospels because they uh, drain I mean, from one another. They uh, began to pick up information from each other, whereas John remained independent in his writing and he had a different kind of, of philosophy and a different kind of objective in, in what he was doing, amen? And, and so, praise God, that difference shows up. And particularly, we go into chapter 12, because it starts with the triumphant re-entry of Jesus back into Jerusalem. Back, the triumphant uh, re-entry of Jesus Christ back into Jerusalem and also into Bethany where Lazarus which had been dead uh, was raised from the dead and and that's going to attract a lot of people uh, that that fact that Lazarus is in Bethany and that's where Jesus performed the resur resurrection of Lazarus and called him to come forth then the Bible opens up in chapter 12 of St. John, and he says, Then Jesus, what, six days before the Passover, came into Bethany, came to Bethany, where Lazarus, which had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. So it was near, uh, it was in Bethany where they were uh, residing or coming up on, and as a result of that, praise God, there was a lot of curiosity that was going on. There they made him a Supper. There they made him a supper, and Martha served. But Lazarus was what? One of them that sat at the table with him. Now, here's a man that was dead, pronounced dead. He was dead for four days or three days, four days. And uh, the Bible says by now they, they said he stinketh. And, uh, and so Jesus said, that's all right. Press his holy name. I'm here to resurrect him or to raise him from the sleep that he is in. Amen. 
And so, glory to God, Jesus then takes the situation, and now he's coming back into Bethany again uh, where that took place, and then took Mary a pound of ointment of speck spikenard, very costly, and anointed what? The feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. It must have been some good ointment, blessed name, that let off a nice fragrance, blessed name. And so uh, Mary, uh, even though it was precious and uh, expensive, glory to God, but Mary felt like Jesus was worth it. Amen. Now, that's something that we as saints of the Most High ought to recognize that there is nothing too good for Jesus. There's what? Nothing too good for Jesus. Nothing too expensive to, for Jesus. Blessed name. We ought to recognize that we want to give him our best. We want to give him what? Our best. Glory to God. Because he's worthy of all of it. Amen. He's worthy of all of it. He's worthy of all of our praise. He's worthy of all of our worship, worthy of all of our life, all of our sacrifices. Glory to God, he is worth it all. So, glory to God. And so she was even to the point where she was going to take her glory, which is her hair, and then wipe his feet with her glory. Bless his name and the odor of the house filled, uh, the odor of the ointment filled the house. Then said one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, and we all know who that was. He was the one that what? He betrayed Jesus. He was also the treasurer. Amen. He was also the keeper of the funds. Uh, and Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him. Why? And this is what he said. Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? In other words, he's saying, why did you waste this ointment on Jesus when you could have sold it for 300 pence and then we'd have something to give to the poor? This he said, not because he cared for the poor. <laughs> this he said, not because he cared for the poor, but what? But because he was a thief and had the bag <laughs> and bear what was yet put therein. So he was the church. He took all the collection. Glory to God. And he took care of all the finances. Hallelujah. So glory to God. He was concerned that this ointment, in his opinion, was wasted on Jesus. But then said Jesus, let her alone. Against the day that of my burying had she kept this. Or kept this, yes. For the poor always you will have with you, but me you will not always have. You will not always have me with you. So glory to God, I'm getting ready to leave here. Uh, and her, burn, her sacrificial anointing of me was anointing my death, anointing my body for the death that I'm getting ready to be exposed to. Uh, much people of the Jews therefore knew that he was what he was there uh, he was in Jerusalem he was in Bethany he was back and forth praise God back and forth between Bethany and Jerusalem and they came and for Jesus sake only and they came not for Jesus sake only but that they might see Lazarus uh, uh, what also whom he had raised from 
there a lot of curiosity I'm sure a lot of us too if we have heard that somebody was dead and then now they're alive and 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 and, and <laughs> you've been invited to the house praise God where that happened or glory to God in the neighborhood glory to God you would want to go see him also so not just to see Jesus but they excited about but they wanted to see Lazarus blessed name who had been dead for all this time and now he had been risen so glory to God here's an eyewitness to the point of the power of Jesus Christ and they want to see him uh Number 10, but the chief priests consulted that they might put Lazarus also to death. If, 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 you, if you want to knock the fame of Jesus, the, the thing that you want to do is hit where his reputation is. And his reputation is, glory to God, that he raised Lazarus from the dead. Now, if they kill him, then they say, well, what purpose was he raised from the dead? Because he died anyway. Amen? He died anyway. So they, they, they're trying to negate, praise God, the power of Jesus, but they can't get away with it. Glory to God. You cannot negate the power of Christ. Amen? No matter what you do, no matter how you uh, express it, glory to God, that God's still true. And God's works are true. And what he does is true. Hallelujah. Because that by reason of him, many of the Jews were what? Went away and believed on Jesus. When they heard the story that Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, oh, they said, I'm a believer. Yeah, I'm a believer. If he raised Lazarus from the dead, I'm a believer. Glory to God. Now, I believe in his power. I believe in who he is. Glory to God. No matter what you say about him, glory to God, you can't talk too much about him because I know what he did. Amen. They, they saw the resurrecting power of Jesus Christ. And then, praise God, when Lazarus got up, and then not only that, but Lazarus was still living. Lazarus was still existing. He's still eating food with them and, and socializing with them and talking with them. Glory to God. And so, glory to God, it was an amazing thing that took place and a, an amazing thing that continued in their sight. And so Jesus, when he had found, uh, I'm sorry, uh, of 12, is that where I am? Number 11. Because that by reason of him, many of the Jews went away and believed on Jesus. On the next day, which people, on the next day, much people that will come to the feast, the feast of the Passover, when they had heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried what? Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. That's the triumphant, triumphant entry, re-entry back into Jerusalem. And Jesus, when he had found the young ass, sat thereon, and as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, thy king cometh sitting on an ass's coat. Glory to God. He's the king, though, but he's coming in an humble fashion. Glory to God. Uh, I was watching a person today. Glory to God. Not no name to be his name or anything. Glory to God. But I was just watching how he was dressed and how uh, decked out he was. Uh, of course, he was an African-American. Uh, but how decked out he was with the jewelry and the, and the necklaces of gold and, you know, 
yeah, yeah, just all kind of stuff that was flashing. And then that's just the opposite of the way Jesus re-entered. Glory to God. Jesus wasn't flashy. He wasn't coming. He came in very humbly. Glory to God. Riding on a donkey. Hallelujah. And, and, and so, glory to God, there is a distinct difference between our uh, presentation of ourselves and the way Jesus presented himself. Amen. And, and one of the things he's wanting to show us that he, he is an humble person. Even though he's king of kings and lord of lords, Lord to God, he still comes in an humble manner. Amen. In which we are thankful. Let's give God praise for his humbleness. Hallelujah. These things understood not his disciples at the first. But when Jesus was glorified, they remembered that these things were written of him, that they had done these things unto him. The people, therefore, that was with him when he called Lazarus out of the grave and raised him from the dead, bear record. There were some witnesses, praise God, that saw what Jesus did, and they were there also, glory to God, and they bear record of what Jesus had done. For this cause, the people also met him, for they what, heard that he had done this miracle. Jesus is, is, if you hear that Jesus is, is raising dead people, glory to God, I'm sure you'd be flocking there too. Amen. Going to see what's going on. Hallelujah. Let me see if I can see it. Amen. This miracle that's being done. The Pharisees, therefore, what? said among themselves, perceive ye how you prevail nothing. Behold, the world is gone after him. That's what it was. It was just jealousy. They didn't like the fact that the people were following Jesus and not them. Uh, and there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. And the same came, therefore, to Philip, which was a Bethsaida of Galilee, and declared him, saying, Sir, we want to see Jesus. We want to see Jesus. Today the world is looking to see Jesus in our lives. We, Jesus wants us, the world wants us to be an excellent witness for Christ. Amen. They want to see, glory to God, the evidence of the transformation, transforming power of Jesus Christ in our lives. Oh, glory to God. Uh, Philip cometh and telleth Andrew, and again Andrew and Philip tell Jesus and said hey, there's some Greeks over there they want to see you they want to meet you they want to know who you are they want to just you know greet you in, in, in loving kindness and Jesus answered them saying the hour is come that the son of man should be glorified verily verily I say unto you except the corn of wheat fall into the ground and die it abideth alone but if it die it bringeth forth what? Much fruit. Amen. Anybody, anybody who has dealt with seeds or uh, planting, praise God, of seeds knows, glory to God, that the seed has to die in order for it to germinate and then also to bring forth fruit. Amen. And so, glory to God, it says just the, the typical pattern and, and Jesus has to die in order for his fruit to be revealed. Amen. And so, glory to God. He that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hated his life in this world shall keep it unto what? Life eternal. Life eternal. That's what we're working for, eternal life. If any man serve me, let him what? 
follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. Now is my soul troubled. And what shall I say? Shall I ask God to deliver me? To, from, save me, Father, save me from this hour. For this cause came I unto this hour. I'm here for this purpose. Glory to God. I'm here to sacrifice my life. I'm here to die for the sins of the world. I'm here to be the sacrificial lamb. So why would I go now and ask God? God, don't do it. Although other writers, praise God, write and said that he, do that he did that. But then they also say he came to himself and then the angels ministered to him. And then he said, okay, now it's time for me to get up and go and do my assignment. Glory to God. So, hallelujah. We have a couple of versions here. Father, glorify thy name. Then came there a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. I've already done it, glory to God. I've already given you, glory to God, the glory. I've already allowed you to have the glory of the power of the resurrecting power of Christ, glory to God. And now I'm telling you, you will get it again. The people, therefore, that stood by and heard it said that what? It thundered. Sound like thunder. Sound like glory to God. Others said, an angel spake to him. Jesus answered and said, this voice came not because of me, but for what? For your sakes. But even though they couldn't understand it, glory to God, but the voice thundered and made, praise God, a sound that they could understand and, and hear, but and not, no, I'm sorry, could hear, but not understand. And if I be lifted up, signifying his death, if I be lifted up from the earth, what? Will draw all men unto me. This he said, signifying what death he should, what? Die. With 33rd 30, 30, 30 verse, 31, 34 now. What, I skipped 31? No. Oh, now is the judgment of this world. How shall the prince of this world be cast out? And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw what? All men unto me. This he said, signifying what death he should die. The people answered and said, answered him, we have heard out of the law that Christ abided what? Forever. We heard out of the law that Christ abided forever. How sayest thou, the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Who is he? Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. And, and we all know that to be true. If you're walking in darkness, you're going to stumble. You're going to stumble on something. You're going to run into something. You're going to bump something. Hallelujah. But praise God, if you walk in the light, you clearly see where you're going. Amen. And you know what direction you are taking. Glory to God. While, verse 36. While you have light, believe in the light. That you may be what? Children. The children of light. These things spake Jesus and departed and did hide himself from them. Now, the reason why he's hiding himself because his hour was not yet. But as soon as his hour came, he was open and revealed himself. But though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believed not on him. That the saying of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spake, Lord, who hath believed our report? And to whom hath the arm of the Lord 
been revealed. Now we all know, praise God, that we get uh, revelation, uh, uh, Jesus is revealed to us through revelation knowledge. Amen. It comes to us, glory to God, through the Spirit. The Holy Spirit reveals Jesus Christ to us and causes us, praise God, to accept him as our personal Savior. Amen. It, it is the Spirit that reveals him to us. And so that Spirit, go to God, is, is now speaking and saying, who hath believed our report? To whom of the uh, to whom hath the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore they could not believe because that Isaiah said again, he had what? He had blinded their eyes, hardened their heart, that they should not see with their eyes, nor understand with their heart, and be converted, and I should heal them. In other words, praise God, they they were so blinded by themselves, blinded by their own logic, blinded by their own understanding, blinded by their own misunderstanding, glory to God. And so they could not see Jesus, could not reveal Jesus, because they were steeped in tradition. That's right, they were steeped in what? Tradition. And Jesus was a, a, a change agent. Jesus was, I'm going to say that again, Jesus was a change agent. Glory to God. But when you steep in tradition, you can't openly receive the change that's going to take place. Because, glory to God, hallelujah, Jesus said, I got to get rid of this tradition and I got to open up to the Spirit. Everything was done formally in the past and, and, and through ritualistic uh, rhetorics, glory to God, and repeating and, and, uh, and, and prayers that were constantly repeated. Glory to God, yes, and, 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 and everything was methodology done, done by method, glory to God. And so Jesus said, I want now to come in the spirit, and they that worship me must worship me how? In spirit and in truth, glory to God. I don't want just, praise God, the orthodox method. I don't want you just sing, turn to page 50 and sing, today we're going to sing, glory to God, whatever it is, hallelujah. But I, I, I want you genuinely to appreciate who I am. I want you to recognize, praise God, when you come through the door, not just the, the, because the psalmist said it, uh, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise, but the Spirit tells you when you come into the sanctuary to bless the Lord. The Spirit tells you to lift your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. The Spirit tells you not because, uh, you okay? Okay. <laughs> uh, not because the uh, the no, the leader of the praise and worship said to raise your hand or, or to get in tune, go to God. No, the Spirit ought to lead you and guide you into proper worship of Jesus Christ. Come on, the Spirit ought to get you, hallelujah, and I need not all to tell you to say amen, hallelujah, because the Spirit will tell you to say amen, amen. amen. Yes. Yes. That's exactly right. He wants it to come from within you and not just external. Not just be a formal worship because somebody's saying and this is your obligation to do so. But you have to you have to know that the spirit of the Lord is leading you. 
and, uh, and directing you and guiding you. Glory to God. And, and you, you're honored by the Spirit's presence and, and, and the fact that he's there. And you just thank him when you wake up in the morning. Uh, nobody has to say thank you, glory to God, but uh, to say thank you to the Lord. But you just simply because of who he is and your thanksgiving for what he has done, then you just say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. Uh, now, uh, 41. These things said Isaiah, or Isaiah when he saw his glory and spake of him. Nevertheless, among the chief rulers, also many believed on him, but because of the Pharisees, they did not what? Confess him. Lest they should be put out of synagogue. If you confess Jesus, we're going to put you out. Yeah, you, you, you're going to lose your title. You're going to lose your position. Glory to God. And uh, the Bible says the reason why they did that is because they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. Glory to God. And that reveals whether there's trueness in you or not. For they, that, for they love the praise of men more than the praise of God. Jesus cried and said, He that believeth on me, believeth not on me, but on him that what? That sent me. He that seeth me, seeth him that sent me. I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believeth on me, what? Should not abide in darkness. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to what? Save the world. And he that rejected me and receiveth not my words hath one that judges him the word that I have spoken. The same shall judge him in the last day. So we're all going to be judged by the word of the Lord. We're going to buy the word of the Lord by the power of God. God. See, I have my bow shot. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Uh, when, we, when we judge a person, we judge a situation, we judge them, we judge by that which we see and hear and understand and comprehend. Well, Jesus says, praise God, his word is sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing the sunder between the thoughts and the intent. Dividing the sunder between the what thoughts and the intent. So God knows our intentions as well as our thoughts. Go to God, not so much as our actions, but go to God, he knows what we intended to do. He knows whether we love him or not. Glory to God. And so, uh, glory to God, well, you can't fool God. You can fool other people. You can fool everybody else, but you can't fool God because God doesn't look at the outside. God looks at the heart. And that's the reason why he judged uh, the woman, praise God, that gave her two mites uh, and as, as he was sitting, praise God, by the treasury, watching them give. And he saw everybody. He said, now these have given out of their abundance. But she has given out of her need and out of her want. Hallelujah. Because she's given everything that she has. Somebody ought to give God some praise. So God knew that even though she gave a whole lot less than anybody else, but she gave everything because it came from her heart. Glory to God. And, and those that were given out of their abundance, praise God, it wasn't given enough because it didn't come from the heart. It came, praise God, out of their abundance. Somebody ought to give God some praise. Hallelujah. 
Then he says, for I have not judged, I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. I'm not doing this because somebody else said to do it. This is the commandment of the Lord that he told me to do. Amen. And I know that his commandments, commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. I'm only speaking what he tells me to speak. I'm only saying what he tells me to say. I'm only doing what he tells me to do. Glory to God. And so that's my genuine service that I'm giving to the Lord. Not lip service, not ritual service, not methodology, Methodist service, glory to God. But I'm giving genuine service that comes from the heart. That I'm being led by the Spirit of the Lord. I'm being led by the Holy Ghost. Amen. And sometimes, when you're led by the Holy Ghost, sometimes he asks you to do some strange things. Glory to God. Some things that are out of the ordinary, things that are not usual. Hallelujah. And you recognize that it's him, and if he tells you to do it, it's going to be to life. It's going to be what? To life. Glory to God. And so we do what we do because we are giving ourselves to life. Amen. And we believe in the Lord and trust in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. And so when we sing, we sing unto the glory of the Lord. We sing unto the power of the Lord. We sing, praise God, until it, the songs come from the heart. They're not just songs that we made up, but songs that we're singing. All of these psalms that you read, glory to God, those are things that they did while they were worshiping the Lord. These are things that they said while they were worshiping the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Come on, give God praise. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you today and we praise you. We ask now that blessings upon each and every one of us, oh God. And Father, we pray that this word would search us, oh God. Bring out the trueness of your word. Reveal to us your power and your glory. Let your glory be manifest in us, we pray, in the mighty name of Jesus. And let us do everything, O oh God, in spirit and in truth, that we might be, O oh God, acceptable in your presence, in the mighty name of Jesus, that our praise and our worship will be acceptable unto you. God, we thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, thank God. Amen. All right.